What's up, you lovely lurkers? Welcome to the front podcast of the internet. I'm your host, Willie. And I'm your host, Scott. We're a show all about Reddit. Covering all the ups and down votes in 30 minutes. Or it's free. If you like the show, you can find more of us. On TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. Or at your mom's house. What? What? Happy New Year, Willie. I don't know about you, but I'm feeling 22. In these lovely pajamas you got for me. You mean 22 pounds heavier? Yeah, I, that's definitely, <laughs> that was my 21. I, uh, you I, look sexy. You look sexy AF, Scott. I feel sexy, and that's Do what you? counts. Is it because of that beautiful, expensive, satin onesie piece thing you got there? Yeah, you know, I've already gotten several compliments from my future in-laws. They saw you in that? Oh, yeah. Uh, pictures were taken and immediately sent to all of the group chats. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> now, last episode, we briefly talked about like some of the things we were proud of from last year. We talked a little bit about goal setting for the future. I have a potential proposition for you. Now, here's the challenge. I mean, I'm already dressed for it. So. <laughs> <laughs> COVID is still a real thing. As we begin this new year, a new episode, it's a new us buddy weight loss always comes into play that's that's oh? something that everybody does and i know that it's something you care about i do i do so a few of us at work set a goal now these guys they didn't want to put their money where their mouth was i had to i had to pull it out of them isn't that the problem that they've been facing up until this point because they've been putting too much money where their mouth is <laughs> <laughs> so maybe between you and i we can have a little little side thing side hustle side, side hustle yeah scott the goal here is when this episode goes up, we have a weight. We weigh ourselves. We take that number and we say, what is 10% less of that number? And the first person to get there wins a prize. Oh, okay. I will take that action and uh, let's tink on it. Let's. What do we win? Do you want to start off with the easy one and just go money? Sex. I want sex. Which one? <laughs> we're, we're competing for top and bottom. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's, uh, since we're going to do 10%, we'll start with 10% of a paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> All right, $5,000 it is. That's how much we get what? paid. What? $100. $100. As of this recording, that $100 gift card is still up for grabs in our treasure hunt that we ended last episode off with. I'm going to let that bet go through the end of the month. Yeah, I mean, after, we don't want to waste your time, so... And our time, more importantly. But like you were saying, new year, new us, new idea. Mm? Before we dive into our stories, I've got a little game that I think we might be fun to play. I think so, too. I'm going to introduce it right here, right now, live as we're recording. And it's called Hot Take It or Leave It, Willie. Oh, no. <laughs> the implications. That's right. The idea is that we find a hot take, the hot take of the week, if you will. And whether that's like a really cool story or a really good story, or maybe which it's probably not a story ha- we want to talk about. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> it's a controversial <laughs> story that we'd rather not cover. But here's the game: it's a for and against. One of us has to be for it, and one of us has, has to be against it. And it's it's probably going to be you know if it is a controversial thing, it's going to be real easy to be like, oh well, this is why it's bad. Super easy, right? So the challenge is going to be the on, on the other person to try and come up with something to defend it. And Because if one of us chooses and says, I don't want to be on that side, then you got to take it. If you leave it, if you choose to leave it, 
the other person can give you a challenge or uh, it's a truth or dare situation. Mm -hmm. So want to play a game? All right. First, hot take it or leave it. From r slash news, Twitter permanently suspends Marjorie Taylor Greene's personal account. Oh, no. So we're going to flip a coin. Whatever you call, if it lands on that, you get the choice to either before or against Twitter suspending Marjorie Taylor Greene's account. And the other person has to argue the opposite. But the person who loses gets the opportunity to defer. It's, it's kind of like football. Now, Scott, you're older, mm-hmm. so you're going to flip a coin first. Okay. Call it. Heads. Fuck, it's heads. <laughs> I told myself in 2022 I was going to swear less, but I'm nervous. <laughs> okay, fine. So with you saying heads, that means you get your choice, Scott. And how are you going to argue on the side of Twitter or against Twitter? I am going to take the easy route and go... Of course you would. Pro Twitter. <laughs> I'm opening another drink. <laughs> it's super easy uh, from this side of the table. We talked about this in the past with other people who violated Twitter's rules, you know, in certain positions of power, won't name names, but <laughs> if you've listened to us, you know, even though that the CEO has left the building, the incoming CEO has continued the tradition of if you're going to say things that aren't true, if you're going to spread falsehoods and basically take facts and throw them out the window, you're going to get the strike. You're going to get the penalty. There's a five. There's actually five. It's not not even like baseball. Five strikes. You had multiple opportunities. So many chances. To stop being a screw up. And now, because this is a, uh, you know, a private company still, it hasn't been turned into this giant free speech bastion <laughs> that everybody thinks it is. I think this is a, a long day coming. So now it's my turn. I can either say that Twitter was in the wrong... Or I can say, I can't let those words leave my mouth. <laughs> and in this situation, Scott, I'm going to play truth or dare. Oh, no. I can't. I can't in good conscience ever <laughs> align myself with Marjorie Taylor Greene. I think she, it, it, this is my opinion. This does not speak on behalf of the There's a Sub for That podcast, LLC. <laughs> oh, what, a, what a son of a bitch. <laughs> Okay, since you have, nice. it's the beginning of the year, okay? <laughs> since you have opted out, mm-hmm. the dare is to do the rest of the show with your hoodie on backwards. That's not as bad as I thought. Okay, I can do that. If you want to see me looking like a dumbass, <laughs> welcome to our TikTok. I'm going easy on him because it's the first time. I could have had him done topless, but it's we're in a basement. It's cold down here. So, you know, stay tuned to future episodes and... Uh, or starting new fashion trends over here in 2022 can i get you like uh, a bunch of doritos you can just eat out of that (laughs) (laughs) just put a kitten in my mouth what what i would like is it just not in my mouth (laughs) an adult kitten you can put in my mouth (laughs) no just yeah i think like a bag of doritos here yeah or i don't know i've got some popcorn you want some popcorn (laughs) Well, now that Willie's only slightly embarrassed and uh, we've got a potential new thing to start in the show. Willie, what happened in Reddit this week? This week in Reddit, we took a look back at 2021. Now, we don't like top 10 lists. And I apologize because I'm bringing you a top 10 list. Hated it. 
But this week in the subreddit television, there was a cool guide that said, here's the results of Reddit's r slash television's 2021 favorite show survey. I have not seen this post. And we, we love shows. We do. We are fat asses who could not get off the couch if we were sat down in front of The Witcher. <laughs> so, so let me walk through some of the stats because what's cool about this is this was the community saying what they wanted to watch, what they thought their favorites were. Not somebody sitting in a chair, some white dude working for the Academy saying this is the best film of the year. No, this is the community of Reddit coming together to say... Here's my vote. Our community that we love so much. So I have two different lists for you today. The first one is people's favorite shows of all time. I wouldn't even know where to begin to guess. And the second list here is their favorite new shows of 2021. So I think to get you in the mood, Scott, we're going to start with people's favorite shows, new shows of 2021. For the sake of our listeners here, the favorite shows of 2021... Here's your six through ten. Number ten, The White Lotus. Mm. Nine, Hawkeye. Mm. Eight, Only Murders in the Building. Mm-hmm. Number seven, Wheel of Time. Hmm. And number six, Mayor of Easttown. Mm-hmm. Now let's get into the to the top five. In the number five spot is Invincible. Loved it. Animated show on Amazon. Basically, an animated version of The Boys. In the number four spot, WandaVision. Okay, I, I much better than Hawkeye. I totally agree with this one. Followed surprisingly by Loki. In the number three spot? In the number three spot. I think Loki could have taken the top spot for the year. Honestly, if you're uh, not a fan of the MCU, watch these shows because it's completely different than they've anything they've ever done and it really hits you in the feels. WandaVision and Loki both deserve to be in the top five of the year for sure. Agree. In the number two spot, my ultimate favorite one of the year... Squid Game. I haven't even finished it yet. You haven't? We're, we're going to talk about this later as I eat <laughs> Cheez-Its out of my, my neck pouch. <laughs> and the number one spot for 2021 is Arcane. Ooh, just started watching it. I don't know what this it's is. It's based on the, the video game League of Legends. It's kind of like a backstory. The animation is amazing. Apparently the story is amazing. I've got people who don't even play video games telling me about this show. That's how good it is. Let's move in to the top 10 shows that people voted as their favorite of all time. There were 4,634 votes cast and a total of 1,883 different shows nominated. Wow. So there was a ton of diversity on this list. So let's go through the the 6 through 10 pretty fast. Number 10, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Mm. 9, Avatar The Last Airbender. Mm. 8, Mr. Robot. Mm. 7, Better Call Saul. Mm. And number 6, Community. Mm. What's your opinion on those first five? They're all shows. That's your opinion? I Some of these shows... No, I fucking love <laughs> Avatar, <laughs> The Last Airbender. It, once again, it's another piece of animation with a great story, not necessarily just for kids, but I haven't seen all of Mr. Robot. I'm still working my way through Better Call Saul, but it's just as good in and my And Community opinion. deserves to be in the top five. Community's great, but it's also a throwaway like, laugh show. There's It, it could be up there with any NBC community or uh, NBC suck. show. What isn't going to be on this list, Scott, is Parks and Rec, The Office, Friends, or Seinfeld. I feel Parks and Rec might have been slighted, but 
that's just my opinion. Let's let's do the top five. So the top five, starting with Succession. Haven't seen it, won't see it. Well, it's in the top five, so it's got to be You know what somewhere. I say to Succession? Fuck off. Yes, sir. Moving on to number four, The Wire. Haven't seen it. Also, I haven't seen it. <laughs> <laughs> that's supposed to be like the best television show of all time. I know. In the number three spot, Game of Thrones. Up until the last season, totally uh, could have been number one. In the number two spot, something that I only thought was an advertisement and didn't think was a real show, The Expanse. Oh my god, it's so good. If you like slow burn sci-fi, Willie, that is the show oh, for you. Oh, Lost, Lost me. Lost? Lost, I believe, was a slow burn sci-fi show. Totally different. The Expanse actually has a good story. It's based on a series of books. The first season, you'll be like, why did Scott recommend this show? Okay. But two through whatever they're on right now, five, I think it's five so far, can't stop watching. And as no surprise, our number one, as voted on by Reddit, best show of all time, Breaking Bad. It's a worthy contender. You and I could argue that there are several other shows that probably would be up there. The Sopranos wasn't on this list, Mm-mm. but great story, great arcs, character development. I mean, the whole thing's great. Quickly, let's say what our honorable mention would be if we were to vote on our favorite show of all time. Doctor Who. Oh. You guys, if you haven't watched Doctor Who, and my goodness, the writing, the production value after the first couple seasons, and just how you connect with all of the characters, it is one of the best television shows that nobody talks about. It definitely has solidified its place as one of the best shows of all time that I've never seen before. It's so easy to want to pick a show that you think has that comedy relief, that thing that you can just watch. Easily in my top three would be Friends and The Office for Mm -hmm. the times in my life they've gotten me through. But the show that kept me wanting to watch more until inevitably it failed miserably, a show that I can continue to go back to now and still get that same level of suspense, Dexter. Oh, wow. That's kind of controversial considering like it was kind of a 50-50 series. They could have stopped it after, really, I think season four. And they probably should have. Yeah. Rita died, end the show. Yep. Spoiler alert. (laughs) (laughs) Well, speaking of lists, Willie, this week in r slash unpopular opinion, somebody says Reddit needs to allow users to make their history private. I really want my private's history. (laughs) Some people keep notebooks of Wait, those things. You want to be a eunuch? No. Some, some, some people keep a, a a notebook of the history of what their private parts have been through. Oh, I thought you wanted to eliminate your privates altogether and make them history. <laughs> so this user is, uh, is kind of taking a little hot take here because mm-hmm. there is uh, controversy in the comments at per use. I've been on this platform since 2008 after lurking for a few years due to seeing little need to make an account and comment. After posting something on this thread and seeing it hit the front page, I had a bunch of oddballs sliding into my DMs trying to sleuth personal information from my post history. This account has been used over the years to help build my professional network and make new connections in topics of interest. It's sad to see some basement dweller use that information or try to harass and manipulate emotions. I can only imagine what women go through on a daily basis. We need Reddit to allow us to make our accounts completely private and lock down all comments slash history without making a burner account to drive up their numbers and make them feel like their platform is growing. That's an interesting perspective. I don't think I've ever thought about making burner accounts elevates Reddit's bottom line. But that uh, user retention, new users, that's totally a real thing that companies are going to... 
yeah, consider. It, it could be active users. So like the more burner accounts somebody makes and actually is flipping through, those numbers might be counted when reporting to uh, whoever's going to be the investor. Right. I have an interesting hot take about anonymity on the internet. That's great. I want to hear it. I just want to let this person speak one more line. They have an edit. Oh? Because this made it to the front page. And so the very first edit is, for those of you creeping into my profile, you're just proving my point. But you and I have definitely done this. I mean, if we find a post that is to our liking, maybe it's A. James McCarthy. Maybe it's somebody who took their clothes off on the internet. Excuse me? <laughs> it's very <Mommy>? it's very, <laughs> very easy to just click on their name and like see their post history. 100%. To yeah. see if they posted anything else you might be interested in. Right. It's interesting. Reddit is all about that community conversation. And I think part of it is that you can be anonymous behind a username. Correct? Mm-hmm. We've known each other a long time, Scott. But I don't know your username on Reddit and you don't know mine. Nope. That's something we'll take to the grave or, or until one of us messes up. <laughs> So when I see a post like this, I think to myself, did you not understand the assignment? Oh. Because you have anonymity behind what you're doing unless you're an influencer, a public figure, somebody who's already in the public domain. Somebody like an Obama, Adam Savage from Mythbusters, right? Yeah. If you're going to come on and say, hey, I'm Adam Savage, I'm doing an AMA. Right, right. People are going to know who you are. Do you think he has a throwaway account? 100% that man goes and lurk. And now I love Adam Savage, but he's going to go lurk somewhere. So I think that you and I and everybody that accesses the internet should have the ability to have anonymity on a website like Reddit or Twitter. But you have a user ID that tracks you across the web on different platforms. Mm -hmm. So if you go over to one of the meta multiples of accounts all the way over to searching for something over on Twitter, that same user ID is trackable. So if you say something nefarious, illegal, hate speech, doxing somebody, those platforms then have the ability on the back end to take that information and hold you accountable to the words that you've said. Correct. Just like our hot take at the beginning of the show, if you put it out there and it's 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 against the rules... It's going to be found out one way or another. Somebody's going to find out whether it's back end, whether somebody's going to save your post history, because as we have all found out one way or another, the Internet seems to be forever. Yes. And uh, whether it's good or bad in situations like this. Now, this person goes on to say, like, you know, Reddit's filed for an S1. This company is going to go public sometime this year. If you think my little voice isn't impactful, no problem. But do you know who they're going to care about? shareholders investors which means that those people are going to make reddit change and it isn't going to be popular complain all you want because change is coming sure but we still use the other big behemoths i've heard this language on reddit a lot and i'm going to take the opposite of what i think an outspoken minority are saying on reddit just because you go public doesn't mean that you're only in it for the money they're making plenty of money right now You can always make more, though. Right. But are you going to do it with the sole idea that you're going to burn the people that are your company? Are you going to make decisions with the only intent of saying, like, how do I get more money out of each individual user versus creating a positive community space? I think that this person is potentially also talking about how your previous posts can be misconstrued and used against you, even if it's like... 
this commenter, Caro underscore Snoopy37. I don't know who this person is, but they said, I literally got banned from a sub because I was talking about in the past, I had to move in with my grandparents after my parents passed away and they were abusive. So I talked some shit about my grandparents. And then as our relationship grew and got better, I posted a positive post and people went back in my history and called me out and saying like I was just an attention seeker or I'm just trying to karma farm. All of these little things to the, the majority of uh, people outside of Reddit don't really seem to make sense. But inside our community here, like this is the things that could potentially cause people to leave the, the site altogether. Sure, but I think people would do that. Would have already done that on other sites. I understand the point that this user is saying, and that there's. I probably don't have a majority opinion in this situation, but I think you need to be able to be held accountable to your language. And if you get so caught up in, you went and looked back at that old thing, and now you're going to try and hold me accountable out of context, but you're taking offense to it. I think that's on you to figure out. I mean, it it is definitely on you and how much you share on any sort of website. Right. If you're going to if you're going to post anything personal, I mean, if you're young and you're just new to the Internet, it's terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, But if if you know, if you're veterans like us, we know better because we've gotten smacked down so many times from trying to like share anything positive. Even our show, this show here, we've got trolls. We've got people who uh, attack us for no good reason other than we exist. Yeah. Fuck you guys. (laughs) I will, though, if you want. I mean, it might be fun. Little little hate sex. You know, Scott, speaking of things that can't knock it till you've tried it at least once. <laughs> I have a life pro tip for you. Hit me across the face with it. Okay. And this is something I do. And I'm going to, you need to be a part of the community when I talk about this. But this week in the subreddit, Life Pro Tips, it says, wake up an hour earlier in the morning and spend 30 minutes on your body and 30 minutes on your mind. Every day, you will feel like you've accomplished something, even if you had a bad day. So that's the title. Is that like wanking it to the thought of yourself? Yeah, make it what you feel good about. I mean, <laughs> if you want to take 30 minutes to wank it and then 30 minutes to just contemplate what you've just done, sure. <laughs> oh, God. This user goes on to say, I choose to do yoga for 30 minutes and then study German for 30 minutes using an online course. Here's the key. Whatever you choose for your body, don't exhaust yourself with it. Do something that leaves you feeling refreshed and relaxed so that you're eager to do it again the next morning. I took a few yoga classes and watched a few videos to figure out poses that would improve my flexibility and strengthen my back and core. When I started doing a simple standing bend, I could barely get my hands past my knees. And now I can almost get my palms flat on the floor. For your mind... It can be anything, reading, doing a puzzle, taking an online course, or something that interests you. I started learning German because I had always been interested in the language, but never spent much time on it. Four years later, I finished the German course, but keep reviewing it. I'm learning Spanish and reviewing French that I took in high school and college. That is awesome. And I 100% agree. Everything I've read about the most productive people in the world of all time, it's always have some sort of routine where you mm-hmm. wake up early. Benjamin Franklin, I think he would wake up and immediately just start writing ideas down. And he had that scheduled for to do it for an hour. And then like the next hour of his day was to do some sort of exercise. Back then, that was probably like, you know, lifting a chair up and down, <laughs> going outside, walking Chopping in circles. Wood. Yeah, you know. His back <laughs> muscles were just <laughs> jacked. But if you can do that on a routine, then you train your mind to just 
be prepared and training your body as we all know is what we're supposed to be doing but we probably don't do as often as we should unless you're willie i ha- i haven't missed the gym other than like getting a booster shot or super stressed i've still figured out a way to get physical activity in every day for just now past seven months which is awesome and all of this by the way started years ago when uh, i had a partner that i was living with and i'm a loud snorer i would wake her up in the early parts of the morning because i'm sawing logs and i would feel bad so i would get myself out of bed and i got into this rhythm of figuring out how to wake up earlier and earlier and now you don't even go to bed <laughs> i don't sleep at all <laughs> no i mean i go to bed at like nine ten o'clock and i wake up around six seven o'clock go to the gym some days of the week i'm up at four o'clock so i can get there it's about choosing to prioritize those things in your life now i want to dive into the comments for just a second here because Reddit adamantly disagrees with us here. What? The top one is something that I can understand. It says, don't let the extra hour take from your sleep, however. Go to bed an hour earlier if you plan on doing this. Sleep is so much more important than the benefits outlined in this post. And I would agree with that. Sleep is number one. Next top comment. It says, I find the best thing for my mind and body is the extra hour of sleep. I know the OP had the best of intentions, but good luck getting me up at 3 a.m. every day. You know who else wakes up at 4 a.m.? CEOs. The Rock. Yeah. I would rather just do this in the afternoon, to be honest. Like, I like the extra hour of sleep. The 30 minutes, each on my mind and body, would be the sleep I'm missing out on. It sounds like the world isn't getting enough sleep. Sure, but remember that sleep is the most important thing you can do for your physical and mental health. So don't give up on any sleep you need to do this just fucking go to bed earlier what part of you has put this like constraint on you what if you can't you got your family you got your job some people need to stay awake to live and conversely it's killing them because they're not getting enough sleep somebody else said who who the fuck can spare an extra hour of sleep between two jobs a family i don't have time for this i wish i did exactly which goes back into like The larger conversation that we started last year. (laughs) Somebody here said you have to be pretty privileged to be able to do this. That is something I 100% agree with. But anybody who is privileged and they're not doing it, you also have to recognize that. There is this sense that I will recognize that there are plenty of people out there that if you have time to be on Reddit and do this, you could have prioritized something else in your day. Yeah. And that's the end of our show. So we're going to go to bed. And uh, it is pretty late for us right now. I'm fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> but speaking of things that we probably should definitely be doing a lot more of so we stay alive. Oh, no. Or, in this case, maybe the opposite. De- what? This week in Ask Reddit. Oh. What is a survival myth that is completely wrong and could get you killed? There's got to be some good things in the comments here. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Are you ready? I'm excited about this because, you know... Here I am in my privileged basement. I'm going to try and tie this into your life so it's a little bit more um, relatable. Because some of these, obviously, we will never be in these positions. You don't know. I might run into a lion. I mean, growing up, I definitely thought I was going to be in more quicksand scenarios than I ever (laughs) have been. (laughs) But I definitely know how to save myself. All right. For marriage? Willie, if you're lost in... Always leave space for Jesus. If if you're lost in a hot desert, do not ration that liquid you're drinking. 
I shouldn't be drinking this at all in the desert. <laughs> Drink when you are thirsty and stay hydrated with what you have, even if it only lasts for a couple hours. Just keep your mind and body working. Lost hikers have been found dead with plenty of water by their sides because they tried to ration it, became dehydrated, and without realizing it, eventually died. That totally makes sense. I've always thought about that. It's the people that are super frugal in their life, I think, oftentimes will die with a suitcase full of money. Mm -hmm. You got to use it if you got it. Can't take it with you, according to current technology. Just wait until they look at you, Elon. (laughs) Big brother, figure this out for me. Never follow birds to find water. They could literally be flying anywhere. So, like, who the fuck? Who (laughs) follows birds? That's pretty funny. That's that's like a warning label on nature. Somebody followed birds, and they're like, "I didn't think we had to explain this, (laughs) but we'll write it down." Do you ever get lost where cactuses are? Like in you know in the desert. A Home Depot? Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Don't drink water from them. It's not potable, and it's likely to trigger vomiting slash diarrhea, and you would get even more dehydrated. I have heard this. That age-old cartoon tale of cut a cactus open and drink it is not something you should do. This is for our friends down under. They already know this, but you and I, if we ever uh, were to not be afraid of everything and actually go to Australia... You do not need to identify or try to catch the snake that bit you. All anti-venom is universal. I did not know that. That's mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. I mean, we've got some snakes up here in the in the Great White North, but we usually don't venture to the tree line. <laughs> I, I'm less concerned about the snake venom versus like the centipede venom. Oh, Ugh. God. <laughs> this is one that actually might apply to us because we do kind of camp up here in Minnesota. Common mistakes by amateur survivalists. Never use rocks that are in or are close to a riverbed for a campfire, ever. Many get tiny bits of water trapped inside the rocks, and then, when heated by a fire, turn into a lovely grenade. Due to Excuse the, me? Yeah, the water inside being heated and turned into steam and expanding quickly. It'll blow up the rock on the inside. And it causes it to explode like a shrapnel grenade. I don't know if I'd put myself in a situation to build a shelter like that, but I can, underst- I can understand somebody's concern. And the last one I'll bring up is uh, never punch the biggest guy in prison on your first day (laughs) or guarantee you're getting punched back. I think there's a lot of misconceptions about prison. Yeah. There's probably a lot of fighting. The follow up to that one is real talk from an actual former criminal. Your best bet in jail slash prison is to just be normal and blend in. It isn't as extreme as the media makes it out. You know, in my top five favorite shows of all time, some shows that I can go back to prison break. Really well done. Oh, yeah. I enjoyed it. It was a good time. Like maybe that. not top five. That's that's a stretch. No, maybe not even top 25. But <laughs> I think on a personal level, I would say for anybody who's who, who just needs to hear it, like if it is too good to be true, it definitely is. You know, there's there's the kindness of strangers. But if you ever have money and somebody sees that you have money and they are not your friend, they will take it from you. They will find an opportunity to take it from you. My survival tip would be, if you're somebody who loves talking to other human beings, don't do that when you travel abroad. (laughs) Stick to yourself. Because the people that are coming up to you, they know where you're from. And they know how to take advantage of that. And they will. But with that, I think it's time to talk about our upvotes and downvotes of the week. Well, I'll go first. With my upvote, I'm going to say... This week, Mr. Beast completed a goal of hashtag Team Seas. Do you know? Did you hear about that? Team Trees and now Team Seas. That's yes. right. Yeah. 
he and more than 600,000 people contributed to this campaign and they have been able to or they saved enough money to remove 30 million pounds of trash from the ocean if you haven't had the opportunity now mr beast has millions of followers on all of his platforms Mm -hmm. and the way in which he chooses to spend that energy i think is really great and he's a great example of somebody who maybe gets a little too much heat like people try to dig a little too deep into his past and try to disparage him but the dude just removed 30 million pounds of trash let's be excited for that that's awesome i mean you know him better than i do but like it seems like he's taken his station as it has grown in popularity and only done good things with it. I haven't heard anything negative about him. Uh, I'm not going to be one to go digging into his past to like say like, oh, you know, you shouldn't. Uh, you, your past defines you completely. But as long as he hasn't done anything nefarious, I think let's keep supporting the people who are trying to improve the planet and each other. I would agree. Now, for the first time, I'm bringing you a downvote. So from the subreddit, true off my chest. The post says, my girlfriend talks nonstop about my roommate slash housemate who she saw for like 30 seconds and I've had enough. We've been together for about four months. Last week, I invited her to spend Christmas Eve together. My roommate was supposed to be out early, but he was home and on his way out and they bumped into each other. I brought her over to our place several times, but they've never really met. Quick introductions. We moved on. Or so I thought. Mm -mm. (laughs) Mm-mm. My roommate is an immature, narcissistic MFer who happens to hit the genetic jackpot. Tall, lean, toned, symmetrical face. Tell me more. He wins the internet. (laughs) He knows he's hot. I don't deny it. His Tinder and other dating apps were literally blowing up with likes and messages up until he got banned for whatever reason. It's annoying he doesn't even try. He goes out looking like shit and girls and guys still conveniently line up to get fucked. Since that day that they bumped into each other, that's all we talk about is my roommate. Where he works, his age, his hobbies, if he's dating anybody, really? The list goes on. We go out to eat and she asks where his favorite place is. We go work out. She asks if he does any sports. Our convo would almost always shift to something about him. Then... She starts making all kinds of weird excuses to come over to our place. It's so obvious. I know she's just using me to get to him. My last text to her was, why don't you just go fuck him instead? And I blocked her number. Damn. But well deserved. I don't know what profession uses red flags, but I would just be waving them. (laughs) (laughs) My downvote for the week is all of the idiots. Willie, you and I call ourselves idiots. But we are not this stupid. All the dumbasses who fired guns into the air on (laughs) New Year's Eve. The amount of posts I saw, unfortunately, or TikTok videos of people finding bullets lodged into their houses or their decks. Yeah. In Hole Up this week, there was a a video of a dude prying a bullet from his deck. This this makes me never want to go outside again. I don't know what you need to hear to not shoot a bullet towards anything other than a gun range or what you're trying to kill. Okay. (laughs) In the right context for legal reasons. Yeah. Like hunting. (laughs) And my upvote of the week is from r slash news. Marjorie Taylor Greene's account got banned on on Twitter. (laughs) 
Thank you so much for hanging out with us this week. Find more of us on our socials. And remember, no matter what you're into, whether it's 90 Day Finance Uncensored, Gaming Circle Jerk, Project Zomboid, or Mom for a Minute, there's a song.